Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson. And if you're a father who is ready to add another tool to your fathering toolbox, then you're at the right place. And even though I specialize in the dad-daughter relationship, these tools also work with your sons too. And the reason for that is because it's all about you as a father becoming more equipped so that you can intentionally and consistently pursue the hearts of your daughters and your sons. Well, in case you're new to the program, here's the template that guides our conversation every week, which is on your mark, get set, go. So dads, I want to invite you to envision yourselves standing side by side each other, getting ready to run your fathering race this week. And I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on and saying, on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set is filling that in with stories and stats, ending with go, which is always your practical way to put your love for your sons and your daughters into action this week. Well, today is going to be a very fun and very unique show because my guest today is none other than dot, 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 yours truly. I'm actually going to be the guest today, which I've never done before, and I will be interviewed by, okay, listen for this, my new husband. Yes, you heard me right. I just got married for the first time at the age of 60. I don't know that I've always told you my age. To Dr. Ken Canfield, who started the National Center for Fathering 30 years ago. We co-chair the father-daughter division of the National Center for Fathering, and he wrote the foreword to my first book in 2014. Ken also founded the National Association for Grandparenting, and he is a widower, which is what, again, has everything to do with God bringing us together. And I am now grafted into his family of 24 as a parent and a grandparent alongside him. So I want you all to know that I knew his wife. I loved her. Her name was Dee, and she's in heaven now. So Ken has been a guest here on The Dad Whisperer all the way back when I started in 2016. And today, he's going to interview me about my new book that is just being released this week titled, Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. So today, like I said, for the first time, I'm turning over the microphone to my husband, and I'm excited to be switching seats today. Welcome, Dr. Ken Canfield. Well, I am honored to be here with Dr. (laughs) Michelle Watson Canfield, and I'm looking forward to a dynamic interview. (laughs) Isn't that fun to hear my new last name? Which, you know what, that leads me, Ken, to just tell everyone... For purposes of consistency on the show, I'm going to still say I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, but between us and our listeners, Canfield really is my new last name. So I am happy and honored to share your name, my love. I am too. Well, today for On Your Mark, we've titled this conversation, Let's Talk About Dr. Michelle's New Book. Not real fancy, but there you go. And this is part one of a two-part series where Ken and I will be talking about my latest book for Dads of Daughters which can be ordered today by going to my website, drmichellewatson.com, where there's a link to my book. You can buy it at any online retailer. But my website is probably the easiest way, drmichellewatson.com. So now for Get Set, Dr. Ken Canfield, take it away. Thank you very much. Well, it's a delight to be with you. And I know what you've written is powerful because it all began when you started working with dads on the ABBA project. Mm -hmm. So tell me about the history and what happened there. Okay, well, you know this well, because we've been friends for so many years, but in 2010, God gave me this download out of Luke 1, where he said that he wanted 
Zechariah to know that his yet-to-be-born son, John, which is John the Baptist, was going to help turn the hearts of fathers to their children. And that was just this download from God saying, what does it look like for a father to turn his heart, not just his head, toward his children? And then I you know, emailed 11 dads whose daughters were my clients at the time and said, would you want to join me once a month for six months? to see if there's a change in you, your daughter, and your relationship by intentionally dialing into their hearts. And Ken, if you can believe this, 10 of the 11 dads said, yes, we're in. We ended up going a year. Long story short, I've been doing this now for 10 years, over a decade actually. And it's such a joy to be invited into what I call the tribe of men and have them say, Dr. Michelle, help us learn how to understand and connect with our daughters more than we inherently have resources or tools for or an aptitude for. And so here I am now with my second book, and I'm all about equipping dads to dial into their daughter's hearts. Now, I'm a bit biased, but (laughs) I do know it is wise to have a woman, a feminine eye on what's going on in the hearts of dad. And as a daughter yourself, you know this intuitively, mm-hmm. but the fact that you were given favor with these men to kind of draw them out, tell me a little bit about that as it relates to Let's Talk. These conversation starters that you've come up with are ingenious. Mm. Well, like you said, you're biased, so I appreciate <laughs> the kudos. But truly, when I think about the conversations that I've had with dads in the ABBA Project or at conferences I speak at, is so many of them I've observed would rather do nothing than do it wrong. So they get into places with their daughters where they're like, oh, I'm kind of in over my head. Here, mom, you take the reins during some of the more challenging years. And I'm saying, nope, dad, it's all up to you to invest in pursuing her heart. Because God said, the hearts of fathers have to turn first, right? Right. And so with men where they have said, I don't often know what to say to get it right. And so with dads that come to my groups and now this resource in Let's Talk, this book is to put scripts into the hands of men, into the hands of fathers so that they can read them as I've written them as a girl, as a woman. And I'm saying, I think if you ask the question this way, you're going to find that your daughter is going to respond in like kind of the questions you ask with openness, honesty, transparency, vulnerability. And over and over every year, I see men's confidence build because their competence has built by having these scripts in front of them. And here's the best part, Ken. You want to hear it? Yes. If a daughter reacts negatively to the question that a dad asks, he can just blame me. He can go, Dr. Michelle wrote it. Oh, I love that. Right, I'm your fall guy. So dad, you don't have to worry if your daughter doesn't like some of the questions that she'll blame you. You just just put it on me and go on to the next question. Say, Dr. Michelle came up with that one. Okay, so let me get this straight. For 10 years, you had 12 guys each year. And when you gathered them at the ABBA Project, you would say, okay, here's a script. And then they would go have a date with their daughter, and then they would report back exactly. so they hear other dads. So you've collected these scripts that are tested and some which were you know, challenging because daughters are at different places. So, so what compelled you to bring all of these bits and pieces together and organize mm. them like you have? Because that's really important. Yeah, I would say what compelled me was, first of all, this assignment, I would call it from God, to do this. But I see the need. I've been a a therapist for almost 25 years, a counselor with private practice. 
I've also done camping ministry. I've done church youth ministry. Uh, I've interacted with daughters over 40 years, women, that I've mentored, counseled, taught. So that's kind of the background there that led me to say, what is it that dads oftentimes are missing, right? Because they're saying, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, so I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to back off. But over and over, I've heard daughters, often with tears streaming down their faces, say, I wish I was closer to my dad. And I'll talk to dads and they'll go, no, we're close. My daughter and I are super tight. But there's a different definition of close, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And so often what I've seen it comes down to is that daughters want more quality time talking with their dads. And really, I could have titled the book easily, Let's Talk and Listen, because really this book is more about dads learning how to ask questions of their daughters and then listen. So what compelled me to write this book is seeing the need in daughters for more engagement at a heart level with their fathers. And so if dads have words in front of them to open up the hearts and the conversations of their daughters, I believe there's going to be a marked difference Mm -hmm. in making the dad-daughter relationship stronger, healthier, more vibrant, because dads not only are hearing what's going on in their daughters, but do you know the thing about us, life on Venus, right? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, is that we as girls figure things out by what? Talking. That's how we figure things out. So if a dad can get his daughter talking, she's going to not only bond with dad, but figure herself out more as well. I love that. So, And it really rings. Let's talk and listen. So what you're doing is setting these guys up for success. And as a father of three daughters myself and the grandfather of eight granddaughters, Mm -hmm. I can see this in their eyes. And I remember vividly one time when I asked a young woman, tell me about your dad-daughter relationship. And this is what she said. My dad doesn't listen to me. I said, how do you know that? She said, I can look into his eyes and he's thinking about Mm -hmm. something else. So this listening in a attentive way is so, so critical. You know what? Let me add one more thing to that is I love that story that you just said about her saying my dad doesn't listen and that you actually asked her, how can you tell? That was a brilliant question. And I think even if a dad is listening right now that may think he's a good listener, ask your daughter, like on a zero to 10 scale, 10 being the best, zero being poor, tell me where you would rate me as a listener to you. Because it may be eye-opening, right? As a dad to say, I think I'm doing great, but she may interpret it different. And I say, dad, if you're going to be an active, engaged listener, expect to be inconvenienced because oftentimes you're going to be in the fourth quarter of that game, you know, the final one of the series when she walks in in tears and she will know that she's more important than that game. If she sees that you turn that game off and give her your eyes, your ears and your presence. Oh, that's absolutely true. And I've seen it in my own life. And so when we look face to face and when we tune in with our eyes and open those ears. It's interesting, uh, the balance. We have two on each side of our head and only (laughs) one mouth. And the fathering sermonette just doesn't get it. But the let's talk is really critical. Now, what I note about you, you have found men would rather do nothing than make mistakes in the dad-daughter relationship. And this is a big piece that you've unpacked in the book. So so talk about that. Mm -hmm. Why is this important? Yeah. So this whole idea of men making mistakes, you can speak to this, right, as as a man yourself, as a dad yourself, is that so many times men don't want to be seen as incompetent, right? Less than, 
then competent is a really big thing that men tell me is we do not want that exposed, that underbelly. And so again, I appreciate you saying, Ken, that I want to set men up to succeed. And so when men would rather do nothing than do it wrong, daughters are watching that because they see dad try and try again in sports or try and try again in work and in business or in ministry. You show up every day at work or at your job or at your you know, hobby. And then a daughter says, why do you keep showing up there, but not for me? Yes. So men, it's so important that as a dad to your daughter, again, your sons as well, that you don't stop trying to pursue their hearts by spending quality time with them. And again, for us as girls, it has to include talking. I think sometimes men with sons love doing things together. And of course, we as daughters want you as dads to do things with us. But if you're not talking with us and listening to us, we're going to internalize messages from that that you probably don't even know that we're, we're taking from that. Absolutely. We're going to say, I'm not important. I'm not valuable. I don't matter. And men oftentimes go, how did you get that out of that? And I'm like, welcome to our brains. Welcome to our emotions as women. We're picking up on all kinds of unspoken cues and internalizing that we're not as important as those other things that are going on in your life if you don't spend time with us. You know, what you're saying reminds me of something, and I'm so delighted, Dr. Canfield, that you're joining (laughs) the Father-Daughter Summit at the National Center for Fathering because we used to bring dads and daughters together for an entire day. Ah, And during that day, we would have questions that we would ask back and forth. And this is what happened. Daughter said this was the most important day in their life with their dad, because literally we had eight hours of listening, of dialogue, and they talked about things they never talked about. So when we create that space and the intentionality, which you've laid out in the book, I think we have a win-win. Now, why, and this is real important, the core of all life is is built around a relationship with a man and a woman. And when that woman gives children, she is the daughter of someone else. Why is it so important that uh, dads tune in to this daddy-daughter relationship? Well, especially as a woman, I can speak to this as a daughter myself, is we internalize our dad's view of us. And Even when dads don't know they're giving messages, that's what I was just saying a few minutes ago, we're internalizing all of your view of us, dad. Are we worthy? Are we competent? Are we worth listening to? Are we worth spending time with? And you and I both know that when dad doesn't fill either that bucket in his daughter's heart space or give her that quality message, quality time that she matters, she's going to go looking for love in all the what? Wrong places. places, right? And so if if dad doesn't spend that time saying, you matter, you're worth my time, she's going to spend it elsewhere. And I think about even yesterday, Ken, where we were on, you know, what was it, Marco Polo, or no, I guess it was FaceTime with, with a couple of our grandkids. Right? See, I can say our grandkids yes. now. But I think of how Sailor said at age seven, I want to show you the Lego set that me and dad just built together. And she wanted us to see that her daddy spent time with her at age seven, putting together this pink and purple Lego. What was it? A beauty parlor or something. But the truth is sometimes it now let's take it forward. 10 years at age 17. Dad's like, 
I just can't figure her out. I always get it wrong. I say things that backfire. But dad, you got to know when you spend time doing what your daughter loves and thinks is important, she will internalize that you see what she's into has value. Even if you go, I don't understand her music. I don't understand why she would like doing this or that. Mm -hmm. Go do it with her. Find what she likes to do and do it with her. Absolutely. What I also appreciate about what you have done, you have jumped into the research about the father-daughter yes. bond. These are not just, you know, pick up here and there. Yeah. And I'm reminded right now of that research that is international, done in New Zealand and Middle America, mm. where they tracked father closeness. And guys, this is real important. Do you know the pheromone? Because not only are women more verbal, they are able to smell things you can't. Mm -hmm. And when you are close enough to your daughter that she can smell your scent, what it does is it creates a calmness over her physiology. And That's it's, brilliant. Oh, it's powerful. Powerful. It's powerful. And so I know you have a bunch of other research to just bring. Why should we mm -hmm. be doing this? Give us some background and tell us, you know, with the facts, why this is important. Mm -hmm. I will answer that question in one minute. Just want to say, if you're just catching us now, you're driving in your car, you're on the road, you're listening to The Dad Whisper. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Today, I'm, I'm letting you know that I'm newly married. I'm talking with my husband. He's interviewing me today, Dr. Ken Canfield. And the title of today's show is Let's Talk about Dr. Michelle's new book, which is titled Let's Talk conversation starters for dads and daughters. You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com and pick up a copy, find the link there to how you can get your own. Well, back to your question, Ken, about what does the research say about what happens in a daughter's life when she's connected with her dad? Well, to sum it up, every single area of her life is better when she has a positive relationship with her dad. You want to hear some of the specifics? Everyone helps. Okay. She will do better in school. Good. I mean, this list is phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Backed up in the research. Get better grades, more likely to finish high school and attend college. She'll experience greater self-esteem. Awesome. Less suicide attempts. Outstanding. I speak to this one having had an eating disorder. There's less body dissatisfaction and healthier weight, all because of feeling of connection. It's not just you are connected. It's that you feel the connection between a daughter and a dad. Profound. Delay having premarital sex. Most dads love that one. Yes. I mean, who would have ever thought you want contraceptives, dad? Right. Time, quality time with your teenage daughter, your pre-adolescent daughter, on to young adult women, all the way, married women. Yes. More quality time with dad helps in that area as well, which then decreases teen pregnancy. Okay, more on the list. If your daughter feels connected to you, she's more likely to find steady employment, report less depression, lower rates of substance use. Can you believe that? She's going to be doing less numbing out of emotion, of pain. And what displaces that? Love, listening, care, all the things you're saying. That's yeah. absolutely right. Right? And then here's, here's the last one I want to mention, is that your daughter will display empathy and more pro-social behavior compared to those with uninvolved fathers. And I mean, look at what's happening in our nation right now, Ken. I mean... If we don't need more pro-social empathy right now, right, I don't know. I don't know how you could need any more. And this is part of the team. We always think that mothers are the empathetic ones. Mm -hmm. And here, dads, 
you have a unique role to play. That care, that listening, that attentiveness and closeness, it creates empathy. And that's real important. So, you know, back to the to the premise of my book, in case someone is saying, well, what is Let's Talk About? In it, I have 60 scripts, dads, where you can lead your daughter in all kinds of areas. I have it broken down into five themes. Leader to laugh, leader to love, leader to look, leader to lament, and lead her to listen. And we're going to talk more about this next week on I the next wait. show about those five things. But just to give dads an overview of these themes that are in the book are going to help you decode your daughter. You're going to hear stories of other dads, of other daughters, how they've benefited from having scripts in front of them, how it's enhanced their relationships. I've loved the stories that I've heard from dads and daughters about that exact thing where men will say, you know, just having that script in front of me helps me feel more confident that I'm not going to screw it up, right? Right. But before we go, there's something that I know you have insight in. Okay. And that is this. Give me your thoughts about the spiritual dimension of that father-daughter bond. What's going on in the spiritual world Mm -hmm. as we apply all these things? Well, because God is a father, that's one aspect of him, I think what a profound and powerful gift he's given to dads to say, on earth, you're going to help build a bridge to me. I mean, wow, talk about a heavy, weighty responsibility. Big time. And so, Dad, it's not about being perfect. It's about being present. But you have an opportunity to build a bridge to God as a father by the way that you model attentiveness, care, unconditional love, Mm. forgiveness, asking forgiveness, going, well, does God as a father ask forgiveness? No, but you see that God as a father engages us as his kids in very present, vibrant ways. And dad, the more you model God as a father to your children, especially I'm talking about daughters, you build a bridge to write to himself and to his heart. Right. And what I love about what you've written is you've integrated this spiritual dimension in there because when Mm -hmm. it all comes down, how can we transfer? How can we leave this legacy that is so important in the hearts of men? Mm -hmm. You know, we're generational change agents and this work that you've laid out plays the uh, foundation for that. Yeah. And I would even say that not only is the foundation built spiritually, but the themes and the topics in this book start with the lighthearted fun questions where it's about her clothing styles and her personality. But then it gets into what I would call the heavier, more weighty topics in the deeper end of the pool that are about suicide and depression and anxiety and same-sex attraction and sexuality and Maybe it's about dad or mom having an affair or death of a loved one, more complex topics. And dads, I guarantee that with a script in front of you, Mm -hmm. you will be able to lead conversations that your daughter needs to talk to you about. And you need to listen to her about rather than saying, I'm going to send her to a coach or a counselor or to mom or someone else. She needs your presence, dad, to hear her thoughts. You know, I've had the privilege of reading some of the responses that your book, your first book, made on the impact of the dad-daughter relationship. And these testimonies are profound as they look and examine of what has changed as a result of that. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to just close, Ken, by just telling everyone, does that sound good, where they can get a copy if they yes, only are tuning please. in now? You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com. The title of my new book is Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. There's a link there where you can buy the book. 
So just to wrap up, I hate that we have to finish already, but we are going to do part two next week so people can listen in. So On Your Mark today has been, let's talk about Dr. Michelle's new book, Get Set. Thank you, my dear husband, Dr. Ken Canfield, for interviewing me today, for letting me flip this around and be in the hot seat, so to speak, of answering questions that you've asked me about the book. So your go stepdads, between today and next week, I want to encourage you to buy Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. And if you're a mom listening or a grandma listening, you can buy this book for your son, for your son-in-laws, for your husband, and they can take this book and hit it out of the ballpark as a dad with their daughter to engage her in deeper conversations. So as always, you can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, and find free resources. You can sign up for my bi-monthly Dad Daughter Friday blogs. Remember, you can subscribe to the Dad Whisper podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, where you can listen back to any of the past shows or share them with your friends. So this wraps up another week's program. It's been great to be here with you all. Very cool. I'm glad you've been here, Dr. Ken Canfield. And I'm Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, the Dad Whisper, signing off and encouraging you to make today a day where you are intentionally and consistently investing in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go Dads! <laughs>